0: hi welcome to michael kai uh, cura Personalist podcast and welcome my guest today her name is uh, uh, aisha she's uh, from pakistan and her business name is aisha calligraphy and this is the first thing i want to, to say about aisha because The reason why we are here together and me interviewing her, is because we met in the business accelerator of London Real and uh, we uh, found out that it could be interesting for both of our audiences and ourselves to uh, do that podcast together because Aisha, you are not French, I am not from Pakistan, so, lots of people like me in Europe and in Occident wants to know more about the kind of life that a lady like you, having three daughters uh, being married to a husband that is a owner of a, of a textile uh, a factory, uh, so you have given to me and thank you very much uh, your bio and lots of I, I knew from the beginning that you had a lot of things to teach us to. Tell us about your, what I call the cura personalis of yourself. I knew from the beginning that you have, you are a high spiritual individual, very aware of uh, how to educate yourself, your children, and uh, uh, how to deal with the secret and of your life. So, thank you to be here. And uh, the first thing is what does it mean for you to talk? to someone that is living in France?
1: First of all, thank you very much, Mikhail, for inviting me as your podcast guest. Yeah, it feels good to, to talk to a different kind of audience, to European audience, because uh, they might not be introduced to the Eastern practices of mindfulness. Yes, I know there is awakening uh, in, the, in this uh, topic of mindfulness, but that is also based on a very Western way. Like in Eastern practices, we, we are more religious. We follow mindfulness. It, it is our way of life, you know, to bring religion in our everyday life. Like we pray five times a day and we have to concentrate on our prayers. We have to leave everything aside and just concentrate on prayers. And I would like to tell you about prayers. What is a prayer? Prayer is my deepest desire. Prayer is what I want, where I want to be in life. That is the kind of prayer, that is the kind of meditation that I'm talking about to you today. And uh, to let French people know about my ways of spirituality, my ways of connection uh, to the higher self and to the universe. Uh, So it feels really good to talk to that kind of audience now.
0: Yes, and thank you very much because uh, my wife is also from Muslim country because she's uh, Moroccan, right? I mean, she's French but her parents and her culture, uh, her background, is very much a Muslim one too. So uh, I, I'm, So this is why I am also interested to know how in Pakistan, uh, uh, a lady, uh, Muslim like my wife, can evolve on a daily basis using the five prayers, the Muslim culture and religions, uh, and, and how we can help other communities like, like mine to uh, find out what could inspire people in occidental countries uh, uh, because of a culture. And uh, uh, obviously, have read and I knew or I kind of felt from the beginning that uh, you have been aware of lots of things because of your own circumstances. Not because of your religion, but because of your uh, country, its culture, and so I want to start. If you don't mind, to uh, I want to know who you were when you were, you know, young lady, uh, the 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 not the, the the teenager, the child, and then the 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 the, the, the beautiful young wife uh, of 20 years of age. Who were you at that minute?
1: Okay, Mikhail, to start with, like I was born in a feudal family in Pakistan, and I'm the second of my eight siblings. We are more sisters in a feudal family, but the culture is like that uh, they they want more boys in the families to inherit lands and to be there to inherit to be heirs of, heirs of their own fathers. so we were like six girls and two brothers in my family. But my father was an educated person. He, he took education from London also. So it became his uh, ambition to educate us all. Uh, like if I speak English to you, it's because I went to the private schools, which are, which are more expensive, which are in big cities. So he just made it a point to educate all the girls and put them on the same footing as his sons. So he was a very different thinker of his time. Like 50 years ago, it was not the mindset of Pakistani men. Here, because like women were at 16, 17, 18, I think 20 was the maximum time to get married in Pakistan. And when I was a teenager, I was studying, I was doing FSC, then I did my MSc from university. So this kind of pressure was not in my family to get married without having a proper or professional education, Um, but I was a shy girl. I was an avid reader i was uh, I think I had uh, some kind of social anxiety, I must say when talk talking to in a group of people or standing in a group of group of people. it gave me I never felt comfortable i was i was i couldn 't be in limelight when I was a teenager so um, like I was also like praying and um, meditating before before i was even 20 because my grandparents my grandmother she would make it a point to bring all the girls and boys of the home and start meditating this is a meditation time so i like that time i like that connection i like that stillness i like that i was asking for my uh, for something i desire so deeply to my to god and there was a hope. There was this hope that I will get it from God. Secretly, I was just developing and enjoying my meditation practices when I was a teenager before marriage and uh, everything. So this thing was there inside me because of my grandparents and because of my own, my own ability to accept spirituality. Like I was a reader and I was a bit different with. Uh, as uh, you know, my friends were, they were like, always playing, always having fun, eating and, you know, cycling and, you know, this kind of life. But I had to be away and start reading books. And sometimes, you know, my, my, uh, my sisters, they would spread my books, they would make fun, oh, look, Aisha is hiding all her books from us. So we, we won't uh, let you read today, Aisha. <laughs> so this, the, that was me when I was a teenager girl when I was going, growing up. and I uh, was a very good performance performer in studies also. I would always come first in my class. <laughs> so that made uh, me favorite of my dad also.
0: Ah, uh, okay. So, so you were very good at uh, study. You were very spiritually or al- already connected. Uh, you were having lots of uh, sisters and two brothers, and then you were praying. So when you were praying at that time of your life, what would have been the most important thing that you would ask to God, if you remember?
1: Um, I would ask to God for my exam numbers, that I want to come first in my exams, give me best grades, or give give me money, give my parents more money. This is what my uh-huh. parents would uh, ask me to pray for them, just ask, uh, ask God to give us more money, to give us more freedom, to give us more money so we can travel and have more fun. Yeah, this, uh-huh. these, these were my prayers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So if I have listened well, tell me if I'm right or not when I say that you were praying God to have good uh, result in your studies to please your father, or was it to please your do- your your mother? Uh,
1: mostly my father and myself, because when I do something, I want to do it the best way. I want to be the best in whatever I'm doing. Okay, <laughs> for that's myself that's, And my for my father also, yeah.
0: That's really good. So, and and uh, uh, what was like, or what is like, in your mind, and now you're living it, having three daughter what is like uh, the, the 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 wedding the marriage uh, the marriage in in in, in your uh, uh, pakistan civilization and in the mind of a young uh, woman what is it like to get married is it uh, something that is uh, uh, that 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 every every young woman wants to or do we have some lady who, who doesn't want to be married
1: yeah, I would say 70% of the women, they want to get married in early life and they want to have a partner and live, a, live an easy life. This is an easy way out in our culture because men, men have to earn. And if, when you are married though, like earning is not your responsibility, you are just looking after the home, you're having kids and you're living good with your husband. But mostly it is, if there is a joint family system then the troubles arise because many people are living together, many ladies uh, like your mother-in-law, sister-in-law, and other also could be your husband's brother and their wives. So, uh, so th- this could pose some problems for some people, and for some people it cannot. And if, if you want to ma- marry late in our culture and in a, my country, uh, I think people will mm, start... Saying, why, why doesn't she get married? What's wrong with her? You should get her married. Like, parents will be worried. In, in 20s, yeah, 25, 20s, 20, 27 is the limit. You have to get married. I think
0: this is really interesting because uh, in every country, like in France, but now also obviously in Pakistan too, uh, we have, in, in order to feel the freedom in our life, you know, we we really need to, I wouldn't say get rid of, but tell me your thought on it, but how, how, do, how can you get, I mean, give less importance to uh, the people around, to our community in order for us to find ourselves and realize ourselves in a country like uh, 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 Pakistan? Even if I know it's difficult already in France, uh, I kind of feel that for uh, a woman or even man, it's difficult in, in your country too. Is it
1: difficult in our country to be ourselves? This is what you mean
0: yeah, to, to feel free to uh, uh, because of the of the community that uh, can even uh, in your family lives with you. You live with your uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know uh, with your family uh, around you, so. Difficult to
1: yeah, yeah, let it's difficult.
0: Yes. your own uh, envies, you know.
1: Yes, that's true. It's difficult for men also, and it's very difficult for women to uh, break away from the cycle of life. That this is their normal life. That a lady comes in the house after marriage, and she is. They, they are expecting. They are expecting her to serve them. They're expecting mm. her to go in the kitchen and you know take care of all the uh, food and meals and take care of. Um, look at the servants, how they are doing, everything should be ready for men and older ladies of the house. So, so th- this happened to me also, Mikhail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I, I, because,
0: because I know you're, you're a very evolved personality. I know that. And I know that to be that kind of a Uh, spiritual, high-profile persona in such a country sometimes, even in France. But because of my wife, and knowing the uh, Muslim culture in Morocco, which is a very great, very nice, and people are very welcoming, very uh, warm uh, uh, culture. I like to go on holiday. I spent three years there. But I was wondering, because you're more in East, you know, I don't know Pakistan, and I was wondering uh, what was like for you to find yourself the way, the time, the tranquility to find back yourself when married, having engaged yourself to a married life, starting to have children, now you have three daughters, I know you're an artist now, even now in and even more. I know your uh, uh, daughters are like you. Uh, <laughs> they are looking like you, but they are also <laughs> artists like you, right? Uh, so it, 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 I, I'm really interested in my audience too, to know how you did this, because it, 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 it should be lots of, spiritual evolution, lot of tools to let it happen.
1: Yeah, this happened uh, when my, my, I, my babies were born and they were, they were infants. So, you know, when babies are infant, mothers can't sleep. You're always up, you're giving them feed or you have to, you know, change their diapers and sometimes you have to play, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed spending time with my babies. And then when they fell asleep, I, I just became more alert because I, for me, it was that time when I could do whatever I love to do. And sometimes the, it would be dawn, it, was, it would be the time of, you know, sun rising. So I would just pray, pray my Fajr prayer prayers and then I would go out in the garden. I would just take a walk and run and uh, some thoughts would keep coming to my mind. And then I started praying to God that... Um, like, incline my heart, incline my mind towards something which is best for me. Because I was, I was confused for what life was offering me, for what life was giving me. Life was not accepting me as the way I was born. So I, I had to, you know, assert myself in, in that culture. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, you know, by speaking up or by just uh, saying, yeah, this is what I want. I, I was told to just, just leave it. So that was another life. Just, that was your past. So this is your present. Just, uh, you know, enjoy this life, enjoy having babies, enjoy this and that. So, but, uh, you know, it was not fulfilling for me, Mikhail. I, I, I was looking for connection because I was saying no to that life. Maybe that's why I started finding answers maybe that's why answers came pouring uh, into my mind from from the universe and from God because I was asking for it I was asking for my own space and evolve uh, as Aisha as what I am and to become the best version of me so yeah you know being up at dawn being alone taking walks and doing some kind of I started off as uh, as drawing as uh, being a landscape artist I would just open up YouTube videos and I would start to draw and also paint but there were no results because you know you have to have the proper training. I would go and buy paint but it was just a time pass maybe it was uh, it was not making me uh, very lonely or very depressed because I was uh, absorbing myself into the activity which was a meditative activity art Uh, like art is a meditative activity it was also keeping me happy it was challenging and whenever I could I draw something well. It, from inside, I felt happy. So this is how yeah. the connection of finding myself started. And it began about, I think, 10 years ago. Yeah, it started doing this. Is it, is
0: it the moment when you have discovered or uh, met the concept of mindfulness? Was yeah. it that 10 years ago?
1: Uh, no, mind, the concept of mindfulness, It just uh, came as a byproduct of uh, like when I was doing calligraphy, I was feeling, uh, I felt that I was more relaxed. I felt I was more creative. I felt that I was away from the worries of everyday life and my whole concentration was on the paper, on the piece of paper that I was uh, going to paint on. So mindfulness just crept in with the practice of calligraphy. And when I started, then I started looking at art as a meditative practice. I, I read many articles and then I read about mindful calligraphy. I just searched, is there I I didn't know there's anything existed as mindful calligraphy, but when I Googled it, yes, there were people who were saying, yes, this is uh, like, this is a way to anchor your mind to something. Mindfulness is about, like, you have to find something that can anchor your mind, that, that can just stop the monkey mind, the chattering mind. And it, it came through uh, the practice of calligraphy about three years ago.
0: Wow, that is, so this is a calligraphy uh, uh, drawing that uh, m- helps you to meet yourself and the mindfulness of yourself, which is really amazing because uh, this is what uh, you are offering now online what with what you call calligraphy right and please explain to me if my wife or myself want to start a journey with your with you learning how to draw a calligraphy uh, style uh, whatever uh, uh, art we would be attracted to uh, what is the first thing if you have some steps of yours what is the, 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 the first three steps that you have discovered that everybody could discover also, uh, talking about meditation, talking, talking about spiritual evolution, talking about focus, talking about the concept of mindfulness that you know very much now, uh, using calligraphy and train with you?
1: Yes. Okay. If I go step by step, like we will start by taking deep breaths. Because breath is the way to stop our shattering mind, to anchor ourselves to the present moment, to make a connection yes. to, to the task, which is right in front of us. So I would recommend, uh, I recommend my students who come to me for, you know, for workshops with me one-on-one, I just uh, try to relax them first by talking to them about their life, easy things about their life. I sometimes offer them tea or coffee, Then we start off by, uh, you know, deep breaths. And then I just tell them to hold the pen and just draw a stroke. I don't tell them to make alphabets the perfect looking alphabet that Arabic calligraphy requires. I don't tell them to jump uh, right there. I just tell them to, you know, warm up or relax their mind with the basic strokes, with the dots. And they can have fun with colorful inks. Their mind engages to the paper when they are doing something, when they are doing the strokes, upright, this way, or just a diamond-shaped stroke. So when I see they are focused, so this is my way of anchoring their mind, to bring them yeah. to the focus, yeah, to focus their attention on task at hand. So once their focus is developed, then after two, three days, we go on to you know, other practices of doing alphabets, and all the proper writing and the stuff. And uh, in calligraphy, like when you dip your pen in the ink, you have to take a deep breath while practicing mm. calligraphy also. So this also relaxes your mind. And your focus it's, will be on the paper. Yeah.
0: So it means that uh, the, the kind of meditation that calligraphy provide to anyone who does it, even a, a beginner, is going to be uh, because of the, the attention that you have to pay, uh, starting when you go in the anchor and say your mind is 100% focused on your drawing. And, and that focus 100% means meditation because you can't think. Is that it?
1: Yes, yes. No, there, there is a lot more to that, yes, but you, you have got it right here. Yeah. It is a, so, yeah, because bringing your focus is is the first thing, and you know yeah. stopping stopping your racing mind is also a part of mindfulness practice. Yeah. Consciousness, presence, non-judgmental. Because you cannot judge yourself when you start off as an artist. If you keep judging yourself, or you you start throwing uh, cutting away papers and throwing them away. Like non-judgment, presence, focus. So these are all components of mindfulness, which were already yeah. in. Uh, involved in calligraphy practice, like Brett, uh, have you ever done yoga, Mikhail, I, I'll ask you?
0: I, am doing, I, I, I have started, uh, I mean, when I was on holidays, I, had, I have done yoga for two weeks in a row, uh, but I am doing, uh, I'm more into meditation, I meditate like two hours every day myself, and I do lots of sports too, and uh, so, I try, I have learned um, that the best thing to do it's because when you meditate, when you need to meditate a lot, which, which is my case, um, uh, then you, 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 you lose time. So I have learned how to meditate. My actions, every kind of actions on a daily basis has, has become, I have to say, meditation.
1: So, this is
0: why I love every kind of meditation, because when you meditate,
1: you're an artist. Yeah, that's, that's the point, that's the point. Yeah, I ask you because, you know, when you're doing yoga, the practitioner will tell you to focus on your breath, okay? Yeah. So, focusing, focusing on our breath and realizing that it's going inside our body, refreshing our blood, refreshing our veins and everything. The deep breathing, the uh, you know the usefulness of deep breathing. Uh, we are just focusing on our breath when you're doing yoga, and likewise in mindfulness and calligraphy practice. Uh, I so yoga practitioners use uh, breath as an anchor to stop your mind, and I yeah. use uh, yeah I use calligraphy as an anchor to stop the mind and to bring my focus and my students' focus there so this is uh, like in mindfulness you you have to take control of your mind
0: yeah, yeah obviously i mean it, tell me if you agree with me uh, knowing that you are uh, also in a in a uh, in a muslim culture and religion doing your prayers what's the difference for you or for Uh, someone that is a a, a real Muslim, a real spiritual individual, right, of the Muslim religion. What is the difference uh, uh, for you, Aisha, between prayer and meditation?
1: Um, For me, Mikhail, prayer is also my, my desires, that I want to be fulfilled, and I'm asking God to help me fulfill these. You know what God does? God just gives us capacities. He, he enhances our capacities and capabilities. Action, I have to take. I have to say, I have to respond to the opportunities. I, like, uh, you know, you have to stand up for yourself. In our religion, it is also like that. You have to take action. You cannot just sit and wait for miracles to happen. And, and then God will help you when you are yeah. helping yourself.
0: So, do you, do you consider, as I do, or try to do, that everything is God for you or life for people like me, for example, that is bringing you an opportunity that you may have asked being aware or not. You know, if you pray, you're aware of what you ask. If you don't pray, you're not aware, but you still ask to God what's happening to you how you do you agree with what i just said here
1: yes yes god god gives you opportunities god gives you uh, god makes connection with those people who can help you get there who can help you uh, get higher on your mission so it's all it's all god's And we are talking today maybe for a reason maybe because it was it was destined to be like this this is what i believe mikhail <laughs>
0: I believe also the same, and this is what I like uh, because you're from Pakistan, uh, I am French, uh, and we yeah. believe the same. And this is what I love uh, about yeah. our India, uh, because this is, a, this is something that will bring peace and love on earth, I believe. Hmm.
1: Yes, this is about bringing peace, and the modalities are all the same. Like what we are trying to do, we are trying to take control of our fears. We're trying to operate from the energy of love. Mindfulness is a way of life. It is a way of of life to spend my day. Like it tells me with the practice, like you have to do 66 days of practice. I'm saying 66 days because for any habit to form, you have to make an effort. You have to practice it for 66 days. Then it becomes a habit for you. So if you do it regularly, then the benefits, benefits are amazing. And number one benefit is that you can connect to yourself. Like you can find your purpose. Yeah. And then you can apply it uh, to all other areas of your life. Even if, if you are a leader in your organization. If you are having this mindfulness practice, you will uh, talk to your, you will talk to your colleagues and those who are working under you in a different way. You will develop mm-hmm. empathy for them. Yes, you know what what you are saying, how you are saying, and how it's going to affect them. So there will be a kind of empathy. There will be no threats. There will be no threats of firing. There will be no, uh, you know, uh, those dramatic outbursts of anger. If you are trained to be a mindful, a mindful leader. And this practice, they are developing in Google. They, they have developed in Google since 2010. There's a very, uh, you know, uh, learned person, Mark Lesser, who was trained from Zen Monastery, who is training uh, Google leaders in mindfulness practice. And they are seeing immense benefits of mindfulness in organizations also. And it okay. also tells Mikhail to take ownership of our actions. What I'm doing, I'm responsible, like yeah. Joko Willink. Yeah, you must have uh, heard Joko Willink in our London Real Course, like extreme ownership. Yeah. And and. And my prayers or my connection with God, like for my actions, I am wholly responsible. If I am asking for some things in my life, like I have to create my own reality. If it if it was in my mind and I wanted to create it, nobody would come and create it for me and make me sit in a you know CEO chair. I am creating my own reality. And what God has done for me, He's given me capacities. He's given me resources. Mm. And like I, I had money and I gave it to London Real to, you know, groom myself more and to know how to develop this thing, how to develop my network. So, uh, and if I wasn't that spiritually, uh, you know, spiritually very alive, maybe I would have spent it on another bag, on another holiday. And I would have <laughs> had fun with that money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but since I was, you know, focusing on myself and how to develop, get, uh, get myself out. So I put oh. my money in, it it was like self-grooming for me, put my money so in you, that
0: course. You are here uh, reassuring me that every lady's ego of our world likes the beautiful bags and clothesies and every... <laughs> uh,
1: yes, uh, <laughs> yes, all another... ladies are the same, I I hope, <laughs> in France yeah. also.
0: Uh, what what when, when we are spiritually uh, high profile persona like you are or you are becoming uh, from a young age, right? What, how do you make the difference uh, uh, in real life on a daily basis between what your envies from ego Uh, uh, are uh, and when it's life or god that is asking you to do something so how do you make the difference in real life uh, when it's not asking you to do something or yourself talking about your ego how do you make the difference
1: no god doesn't ask us to do something we we develop our own reality we create our own reality all we do is we ask some, yes, some capacities we are born with, like I have no control where I was born, who were my parents, where did they send me to school, so these are the things which are, which are by God, Well, I believe everything is from God, but these things I can't change, but now my situation or what I want to do now, right now or tomorrow, that is in my hands, that I can change.
0: I, I'm talking about about this. So, because we are all uh, with the free will, right? We decide what, we, what actions that are all brought by God, anyway. Uh, uh, how do you choose well between the action that is not involving your ego and the actions that are evolving only only your soul? So, between the right and uh, the, the Not the wrong, but you know, what is the difference for you in action between uh, I choose to do that thing because I'm sure it's my soul and the universal soul, so God, that are at work here together, or and uh, something else that is also coming to you, but you feel from the beginning that it, it will not go... Uh, uh, through God's way, how do you make the difference when we are Muslim or, and and spiritually high profile like you?
1: Uh, for this question, I would say that yes, my, my intuition. I, I I didn't also believe in my intuition. I had some authority people in my life, and they would when they would just try to dissuade me from any idea. I would. I, I was a life of a. I was you know a life kind of a person before awakening to this spirituality and doing what I think I should be doing. Uh, I, was, I was the sort of a person who would just follow people. But but, yeah. but through meditation and through finding my purpose, I believe I have, found, uh, I have found to believe in myself now and not believing what the external influences are less for me now. The external noise doesn't matter to me much. So decision yes. making, decision making is a thing that I have recently developed, and which is developed yes. because of believing in myself, connecting to myself. Uh, because in our lives, you know, men are dominant, patriarchy, patriarchal society, men taking decisions, where to go, how to go, when to go, and yes. you know, it's, the tables have turned. <laughs> I make decisions now, and I make decisions because because now my husband believes what she's saying is right. And before that, he, he wouldn't believe me. He would just treat me as a, as a naive lady, as a naive girl who doesn't know anything about the outside world. But mm. with this spiritual connection, uh, I can make good decisions in my, my life about my family also. Yes. It's,
0: it's but, not coming uh,
1: from ego. It's coming from uh, believing in myself, Mikhail. It's, it's not the question of ego, I think.
0: Yeah, uh, the question is where I am interested to know more about uh, spiritual high profile persona usually, because this is kind of the the journey of mine too, you know, and I believe everybody is like that, is like us, right? So I always uh, ask myself before I take action, is it an action that is in agreement with life or God's rules? or is it not? And we don't have time to think, aren't we? So we, 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 we only, uh, I only know myself that I do what God wants, in, 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 if you like to say it that way, because I don't think about it. You know, when it's natural, like, he, like, like when I was a child, then I, I, I know I'm doing the right thing. And when I start to think, to judge, to see if it's right or, or not, I know it will be wrong. I know it's not God at work. Hmm. Do you believe what I say?
1: Yes. Uh, it's about decision making. Uh, I believe this is what you're asking. Like, to think about it. If it's not good, don't go for it. Like, yes, yes or no for some situation. And how, how I behave in, this again making in uh, any of the situations, is that your question, Because if I'm
0: understanding yeah, it right? Yeah, I'm talking about real life, real spiritual life. Uh, uh, in your case, uh, because you're praying, because you're meditating, because you're also how to uh, become uh, in agreement with God's will in your uh, woman life, uh, uh, mother's life, a uh, uh, wildlife life having a um, man that is uh, uh, because of the culture but it's it's also everywhere the same you know the men are supposed to be the electricity and give the direction and then the women are supposed to magnetize with their love with their maternity style with their energy uh, to get gu- the guidance and and for the 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 electrical part of a father to make it grow right way and the best way the healthier way possible. Yes.
1: So, yes. Okay. Okay. I understand your question now. So for this Mikhail, I think as humans, uh, as a woman or as a man that like you are, I think we both have some common yes. things. We are born with. I was born with some uh, some you know male male traits also, just like female. I have some male traits also. And it's, it's, you know, it's genetic or it's through the culture that we don't let them develop. And certain roles are given to the women. So when you expand, when you expand spiritually, then I think this role, this role is kind of, you know, it's not making any difference for me now. As a woman, I can do this. I feel nobody can stop me from whatever I'm doing. I'm like for video making. It was, it was very new for me. I was not you know, yeah, know. In, in our course, like, <laughs> like for, to make video, it was very uncomfortable and in my society, I knew it won't be acceptable, but anyways, I did it. So there are male traits, there are female traits and when you expand, it really doesn't matter. I think you, you, go, you go with your purpose, no stopping. Yeah, Find your resistance and on the other side of resistance, you'll find accomplishment.
0: Yes, exactly. And well done on that. And uh, uh, what do you feel that London Real course, talking about the business accelerator online uh, from Pakistan, from uh, your calligraphy, from everything that you've been uh, o- already taught in life before London Real Academy, what does London Academic online course? Uh, uh can uh, help people like you in their personal growth do you, do you do you believe
1: yeah yeah it can help people it can help girls immensely because girls are suppressed usually in my culture and they, mm. they don't have power to make take decisions in their lives they can't say yes they can't say no they are brought up like this to know behave a certain way to say yes to their parents and then to say yes to their husbands and You know, what can life give you if you are, if you are, you know, so protected, if you are not, if your mind is not so developed, if you haven't gone to university, if you haven't developed a mindset, haven't met new people. So how would you develop yourself? And I think this course, this course is very much needed in my country for self-development, for self-grooming, for getting out there to know how internet works, because now everything is shifting on digital so this so, course can help immensely all my pakistani friends my family and all my pakistani fellows men and women because it, it gives you a proper ecosystem a path to follow which can which can be a very successful path i didn't know yeah. calligraphy could be taken well in western world i thought it was just an eastern art uh, but it it is it is accepted very well there in fact i whatever i am getting commissions uh, these days, these are all coming from the western world
0: yes obviously we are all curious to know what it is
1: yeah you're curious you are more appreciative and in our country since uh, you know it's a third world country so there is less importance on arts there is more importance on uh, becoming engineers doctors and developing your own businesses which is which environment is just suitable for men doing business or doing job this environment is, you know, more suitable for men, not for ladies, because, you know, the laws are not very strong. The, uh, the ladies will be, you know, I don't think they will be very comfortable. <laughs> Just two big, two, three big cities, they, they are doing well in, uh, if you talk about ladies going out in businesses and jobs, two, three cities when they were this high literacy rate where women go out, where women uh, wear Western clothes, uh, they, they can do well there.
0: Oh, that's that's great to to know and to hear because I was just wondering and I and I'm asking you the question now. Uh, what is it like for a, a lady like you uh, in Pakistan if your online business makes you rich? How is it like then? What will happen then to you? Is it is it is it going to be considered for a success a good thing or is it going to be attracting criticizes? I don't know.
1: Uh, well, uh, there is criticism also, and there is uh, appreciation. There will be appreciation, I know, but the criticism will be criticism will be more, I guess, <laughs> on my husband because they will say, why, why is she working? Why can't you send her <laughs> everything for her? Yeah, this this will be the kind of because this is the mindset of men here to know to be the breadwinners and bring everything and whatever they can afford, you have to live live like that and so, comes. Yeah, so there are enlightened people there are people who are more educated who accept women as entrepreneurs uh, who can, who believe in women yes my you know my parents are like that my paternal maternal families like that yeah they really like to see women succeed uh, yes there yeah. are people there are families
0: so you mean that you you will you are on your way to make a huge business online with your calligraphy, aren't you?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Tell me what's your plan and how you wish to do it or how you believe that you will achieve that?
1: Um, I think I need... uh, It's just the beginning of my business and I have to be collaborating with influencers, with uh, famous calligraphers to get my name out and I have to uh, develop more content for my website because I want to be the authority, uh, a very good authority in Pakistan on the business of calligraphy, on the education of calligraphy. Because calligraphy is, is uh, you know, it's, it's huge. Like it's a part of Islamic art, Islamic traditional art. And yes. Islamic art is huge. It's, it is just a one form, uh, a one part of Islamic art. So there are other areas like geometric patterns, sacred geometry, There is art of illumination. Uh, There is design, Islamic design on ceramics, on buildings, architecture. Uh, This is a very huge education of art. If if I can develop it and I want to develop it and I want to be authority uh, in promoting traditional art in my country and to the global audience also. And with the help of influencers and I think with uh, top medias in my company, uh, in my country, sorry, uh, if I can get their attention, if I can have collaborations with them and with some uh, art schools in my country, then I can develop uh, develop in a very, you know, in a six months or maybe one year, which is not a very long time for business to develop.
0: Yeah, and how do you plan to, uh, what is the best way for such an art and an artist like you online to make it global? to make a, an international business?
1: Um, like, there are calligraphers in France. There's a very famous calligrapher in Paris who who is, who is teaching at Sogban University. He's from Iran, and he's teaching there, and there are famous calligraphers in Turkey, in London. If I can collaborate with them, like, and they are big influencers in the field of calligraphy. And if I yeah. can, uh, yeah, if I can make some kind of collaboration in form of video series, in form of interviews, so people can come and come to my websites and see uh, and see my courses, then I think I can uh, develop globally by mm-hmm. collaborations and these connections.
0: And and what 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 are the people you wish to teach the uh, calligraphy art? Are they young ladies, young boys? Are they adults? Who is your uh, target?
1: I, I would like to empower women. I would like to teach them calligraphy. I would like to tell them that they can develop a business out of it. And I, I also want to teach, tell them there is a lot of sections of Islamic art because our country is you know more prone to the religious thing. You, you have to take the name of the religion, you know, to get people onto whatever, uh, probably whatever you are trying to do. So they will, they can gravitate towards uh, Islamic art, and uh, then I think I should tell them how to develop their businesses. And I want to empower women. I want to give them power to, you know, get out of the kitchen and just put your children at rest and do something, do something extra because life is not about you know being a robot doing cooking doing looking at your children and yes you have to give your children the time but i think they look up to the accomplished mother more than than a suppressed mother who is just working like you know a robot around the house so this is my message I, I would like to empower women in my country in anyway <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah this, is, this is i believe you're right because uh, so far, uh, uh, in in the interview and also in the biography that you did provide to me, it is obvious that you have learned on your cura personalis, taking that concept of mine that is not of mine, but that that, uh, that I have called my podcast with. I believe that your cura personalis is teaching yourself and then others how to free yourself. From the inside, whatever the outside uh, uh, that God provides or life provides will be. Am I right?
1: Yes, yes. Absolutely right, Mikhail. You are. Because you have to look inside to find yourself. External influence, yeah. external people, they, they sometimes develop authorities. they even as friends, we can take them seriously and they can you know they can bring our morale down. they can they don't nobody can see me the way I see myself. You know nobody can uh, yes. put me out of my problems if I'm not willing to get out of my problems, if I don't know my problems. you know the li- life, life changes Mikhail when you say no then other things, then opportunities start coming towards
0: you. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, if if you are like like the 90% of the rest of the people, then, you know, be it. (laughs) If you are happy that way, then be.
0: (laughs) What is the most important no that you remember you did?
1: No to be a housewife. (laughs) Yes, I I have to pursue my dreams. I have my own personality and I have to, you know, do whatever. I have to find my purpose and then follow it and then make it big also. I want people to to find value in what I do.
0: So what is your dream? Because you're still a very young lady, even a mother. What is your dream? Uh, 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 the best thing that can happen to you, if you really achieve your life purpose or God's purpose for you?
1: Mikhail, then I'll be very happy. I'll want to give out that value to all the people, to all, for fee- to female also, because females are, are mostly unaware of their powers, they, they can't take the f- decisions in their lives they are very naive and I don't know about French ladies, maybe they are enlightened, maybe they are, you know, because just as we see West, we see West as uh, as a very developed nation where ladies yeah. have all the freedom to do whatever, that they, they have access to money, they can choose their partners, they can live the life on their terms. So, so like we believe this is how you people are. And in, in my country, this is not how it is. So a lot of change,
0: A lot of changes should come to ladies, because there's just
1: one life. Yeah, this is interesting.
0: In in your kind of countries, you, uh, uh, the women, but also the men, have a a better awareness of spirituality in a daily life, right? Mm. So it means you are a lot smarter than us talking about what life is all about or should be all about coming from the inside you're more into it right Mm -hmm. it's more natural Mm -hmm. for you but in the opposite way uh, 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 in my opinion when you are a a woman in 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 the occidental country you i mean even a man the same way you can do with a free will maybe a lot more thing of your choice but you've not been educated spiritually here. So it's like the ego takes the whole thing if you're not lucky enough to meet someone that is going to help you spiritually, which is, in my opinion, in your kind of countries or culture, it's exactly the opposite. You have to find a way to take action the more freely you can uh, being well educated yourself spiritually, or more educated. I don't know if you're well educated. But you're more more aware yeah. of God.
1: Yeah, th- that's right, that's right, Mikhail. But uh, you know, but some people take spirituality, uh, this life is nothing, and after life is everything. So sacrifice, compromise, you're nothing. So these, these this is a very low frequency to operate from to live a life from where yeah. you are not happy, you are not becoming a fulfilled person. You know, Islam doesn't stop you from enjoying life. There are yeah. certain limits of enjoyment, like you can be modest, you can wear modest clothes, and you can go out and you can do whatever you want to. You can stay in your limits. And and I think in our societies, men take advantage of this. Because the patriarchy is developed this way. If, if women are kept suppressed, then they are having party. <laughs> they are having fun, yeah. control. Here inside the house and outside, it, it's a men it's a men's world where I live. But you know, women have to. I have to stand up for myself, and so does everybody. So whatever we want in lives, and yes. I think for, for your question, like what I want, uh, the best thing that can happen to me, like I can educate my children better than me. They should go to uh, best institutes in Europe, in America. They are three girls, but I want them to be.
0: Uh, more powerful than men. Yeah, they, but this is, is... <laughs> more powerful than man. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure it's God's will. This, but I'm. <laughs> sure. uh, but what's God's will may be in regards of your calligraphy and your dream, Aisha. And I'm really, really interested in 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 in, in that myself, for example, because I know that you and calligraphy, or whatever, what else, can help a lot in the spiritual, simple education, but very crucial education of Occidental uh, women, who also have to find out what is their real power. And the real power, in my opinion, for men and women, is to find what is their real power in their and uh, uh, not the the power they would like to have. You know, when we when we are a woman, we want to have a man power. When we are a man, we want to have a woman power. It's typical <laughs> human. We want what we don't have. But uh, in God's plan, in it's my only my opinion, we have a soul that have a program, a plan for us to become the opposite of what our mind is. <laughs> <laughs> Whether we are a woman or a man. So, I'd like to know as a conclusion what is the kind of spiritual evolution that your calligraphy training can provide to an Occidental young or not young woman? Because you can help out. Yeah, Mikhail. Because-
1: my calligraphy practice, my mindfulness—it is—I call it mindful calligraphy. Also, my website is by the name of the Art of Mindful Calligraphy. Yeah. So by the practice of mindfulness, you truly connect to yourself. You find your purpose. You know who you are. For women, it can benefit. It, women can benefit from my teachings. From they can—it can be of immense value to women, because mostly women are women don't know the direction of the life men are like born this way their their mind is statistical uh, like all all the maps all the navigations they were invented by men they can navigate in space they are going in space and they're navigating and like they have the navigation power they are born with it and what women are born with like a you know a heart connection or intuition and love the kind of you know, the way we can love, the way women can raise children, I don't think men, men have that kind of patience. So, but, but still, I would like to say that if women develop that decision-making power in them, it can, you know, benefit them immensely in their life. And it can happen through, through getting to know the spirituality, mindfulness. And in my case, if anybody wants to learn from my point of view, what I learned, I learned through calligraphy i learned through waking up at dawn when everybody was sleeping like there is something magical about at waking up at 3 a.m and you know meditating and or going out and walking barefoot on the grass and that connection with universe and then you make connection with yourself also and working at that time when everybody's sleeping so there's magical about that time also that helped me find myself so i would say Mm -hmm. Yeah, for my practice, the, the this waking up at dawn is also very important.
0: This is fantastic, yeah, and I do you believe that you will find your power, you, and this is what I believe, but tell me if you agree, uh, do you think that you will find your power in uh, helping as much lady as possible in every country, but I'm talking here about in Occidental country because I know the need of, of, that you have there, that they have here, uh, uh, focusing your calligraphy in how it will get ladies from Occident spiritually aware and in full control of their life and power. As women, so it
1: calligraphy can. Okay, calligraphy is. I use calligraphy to anchor my mind. And then there are other mindfulness practices like deep breathing. Like, uh, you have to focus. Like, if, if you go out today now, just focus on two, three things. Focus more on sounds. Just uh, If I tell you to focus on something, then you will. So, it is a one on one coaching. It is not just a written material that can help people and it, it can bring value to occidental like french people or european people because our minds are the same it's it's just the difference of culture that we have evolved this way so if if i tell you or if i tell the ladies uh, in europe to to be to live in the present moment to be non-judgmental of mm-hmm. any situation non-judgmental of yourself when you look yourself in the mirror just this mic- non-judgmental is a micro-aggression that we all have against ourselves. So, so the basic components of mindfulness is, you know, presence, non-judgmental behavior, and acceptance, and trust, and empathy, compassion. And this this can heal the world. It has the power to heal any society, to change any community.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. I, I love this. and And please... Um, as a conclusion for you, please, uh, can you tell me what is the Aisha calligraphy persona and art best thing that you can teach to a woman in Europe or in USA? What is the best adding value? As uh, Because you know yourself very much, right? You know who you are, and you kind of uh, be aware also of who are the women in occidental countries. So what would be the best best thing you would love to teach us here, please? Uh,
1: For Western people, I think, like you also said, and I also think what Western people, they are not very much connected to spirituality or the concept of, uh, you know, afterlife, and this is what I believe and connect to spirituality, connect, meditate, get away from big cities, go in nature, take, take Zen walks. find your space, connect to yourself, do yoga, do breathing, take long walks. And this is not the way of life like, you know, to wake up and just start rushing toward the office. So this is, this is a lot of tension to a lot of stress to start begin my day with if I had to do this. This was a lot of stress. For me, when I was a banker, so when I left, I I, I just thank God a lot because you were going out, you're not eating, you're grabbing a cup of coffee. Uh, there is a lunch break. You have to get back to. This is not the way to work. <laughs> this is the way to work. Relaxed, <laughs> conversational, <laughs> relaxed from home, and I have, from from the comfort of your home. Yes, you can do anything. I think this can add value. This mindfulness and calligraphy practice can help yeah. them realize that this is how a life can be lived very peacefully and you can make money you can you know connect to people you can make real connections also you have time for work you have time for yourself and you and if you sleep at 7 p.m at night it will be easy for you to wake up at 3 a.m in the morning and 3 a.m in the morning you are an athlete Mikhail now I'll ask you most athletes practice at 3 a.m they run yeah. they jog like yeah. why do you why do you tell them to
0: wake up at 3 a.m no me, I, I wake up at 330 because I want oh. to make sure that I do my, uh, my 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 personal work in meditation so oh. I do the, the clearing and the cleansing of my energy bodies my physical body and my professional body before my children up if oh. I wait for them to get I, I'm done, I cannot do the job, right? So I don't even have time anymore uh, uh, to go and run. Uh, so I do some exercise in life, provide when I play with my children, basically, or when I play with my uh, work with my clients, football players, right? But now because it's online and because I can also heal from distance, cleansing the energy bodies, the physical body, uh, and the professional body, even the whatever, uh, for my clients. It's such thing sometimes when you are trying to be high profile persona, you have to spend lots of time in clearing, healing, meditating, praying. Hmm. Right? Yeah. To make
1: so 3 a.m. is a magical time, right? For you all? Yes.
0: Yes, yes, it's, it's prayer, meditation, and cleansing. And then, uh, when everything is cleansed, I know I will be able to meditate, stay connected uh, all my day. And if at some point in my day, and it's happening regularly, I cannot meditate anymore I do, then I, I start all over again. I stop myself, I do the clearing, I do yeah. a prayer, do a meditation, and go back to
1: work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a nice way to spend your day. Like you are meditating, and you are waking up early, you are playing, you are having good time with your children, with your wife also, I'm sure. So that kind of spiritual awakening that is connected to yourself, and then you develop empathy for others also. And in West, Western world, I think there's a lot of consumerism. There are new things, credit cards, buy this, buy now order from outside. So this this is this is now slowly, uh, you know, creeping into our culture also. But like we, we are trained to be happy with less. Yeah. When I was a child, I was happy with less because we were like, we were six sisters and, you know, my parents would, they would buy us seasonal clothes and they would just buy five, six clothes. And we were happy with it. We were We were trained that way. We were happy eating whatever my mom cooked for us. And sometimes it yeah. was uh, just a plain bread and just a one kind of curry thing, which is a Pakistani curry, meat or anything. Uh, so we are, you know, brought up and we are brought up in a culture, then where we know that we can be happy with less. But in Western cultures, the desires are are given so much importance. This is what I want. This is what I want to do. Uh, like Western people yeah. are very clear about what they want in in physical, in like in physical consumer goods which wears off i think when i do retail shopping i buy clothes this wears off after some time yeah yeah, happiness is synthetic there are two types of happiness like i'm going uh, elaborating on this also one is synthetic happiness that you can get by buying things by spending money and one is the real happiness that you can find in nature walks connecting to yourself meditating bicycling talking to real people talking to people who are like-minded so this this is also a difference in uh, Western culture and Eastern culture
0: so th- this will be my last question because I'm really inspired here uh, uh, if you're becoming millionaire with your business or is it, am I right to say that because in you've you've already learned, how to be simple, how to not want uh, uh, everything that does exist as a material way. Now, if you become rich, do you think that your, edu- your spiritual education is strong enough to continue to follow the simply, the simple way of life and of happiness, being rich one day?
1: Yes, Mikhail uh- like I just told you, like men are the breadwinners. So my husband is doing very well in terms of money also. Yeah. <laughs> this business, this is my passion. This is born out of, you know, my purpose, my passion of something what I want to do as myself. And yes, I think I would, I would uh, live in, a, in some other country. This is my dream to, you know, move to another country, but I would definitely live a very simple lifestyle. A free kind wow. of lifestyle and simple lifestyle with less things, and I would like to teach my daughters to be happy with less and groom yourself more, spiritually and you know mentally groom yourself. So this this gives the real happiness.
0: Yeah, I believe I'm 100% with you here. And so, will I see you in London with the London real uh, you know day together? Will you come?
1: Uh, uh, no, I don't think so, Mikhail. I don't think. <laughs> it's next year, I don't think. Yeah, I, I'm planning to go to Bali in a month's time. <laughs> I'm focusing on that.
0: <laughs> so why, why, why you don't want to make it or can't you make it in London?
1: I, I think I can't make it because I'll travel with my family. Uh, my daughters won't live without me, so I don't think it will be possible.
0: Ah, uh, okay. So you have to make a million or half a million before mm-hmm. next March. Maybe this is why God has given you six more months because it was in mm-hmm. September. Now it's in yeah. March. So maybe yeah. if, you, if you have, let's say, uh, a six-figure business mm-hmm. in the six months, are you coming or not? Yeah.
1: Like I told you, I'll have to travel with my family. I haven't discussed it with my husband, but yes, ah. with six-figure income, yeah, if it's very easy for me, okay, I'll come. Yeah, if it's that kind so, of ease for me. Yeah.
0: So as a conclusion, for for ladies like you in, uh, mm. in your culture, in your traditions, um, the freedom for you mm. is... Because you're going to find a way to make some good money. Am I right?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes, you are right.
0: This is interesting because you have been grounded with simplicity, with the truth of life from your beginning. Mm-hmm. And in the way of us in Occidental countries, you have to develop yourself. As we try to do the same way, but to make sure you free yourself mm. so your development means mm. it has to become material. it has to become in money.
1: Mm. yeah that's right Mikhail. Money is important yeah because uh, you know you have a lot of freedom with money. If it's your yeah. money you can you can nobody can ask you if it's your money and uh, for yeah for my London Real uh, graduation I didn't think of going to London because uh, London I I don't like the weather the gloomy the rainy weather of London so I have never dreamt of it as uh, you know as even as a holiday destination I've been to Europe I've been to Middle East and now I'll go somewhere else but uh, definitely, London will be on my bucket <laughs> because now you make me realize that the, if if this happens, then why not? Yes, that's that's the point that you made.
0: So yeah, I I hope I I have helped you to become very ambitious and believe yes. in, in yes. your dreams.
1: Yes, seriously, you have put this thought into my mind, which was which was not there before. <laughs> that's amazing
0: you know it's important for you to, to have a business goal for you to do what you I believe hmm
1: yeah that's true that's true to you uh, you know to get to a some point you have to define a goal and in, yeah. in mathematics or in numbers it's easy to remember and you know then your mind also start working towards that goal yeah that's good that you reminded me of my business yeah, to that's develop it, make money out of it that's
0: and good. we all we all need you in London to get inspired and to to see how simple our, our simple our simplicity has helped you to become a, a businesswoman, an online businesswoman. That would be fantastic.
1: Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely to hear, Mikhail. Thank you so much. Will you be coming so you want- also?
0: Yes, uh, obviously, I will do uh, uh, everything I can to be there. Obviously, it's not far from, not in Paris, I'm two hours from Paris. So, f- from London, it's one hour by plane or uh, maybe four or four hours by train. And if I take the car, it's only five hours or six hours. So, for sure, I'll be there. And this is why now you have to find a way to come. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you have given me a goal, Mikhail. Yeah, I have to make it. <laughs> Great. That's nice that you mentioned it. That's amazing. That yeah,
0: it was, really, was really a fantastic interview. Thank you very much for your time, for your inspirations, and Thank for your you. Thank you, to see your calligraphy everywhere. And uh, I hope because of it, every woman that you would help uh, raise their awareness level on Earth. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Mikhail. It was lovely having this conversation with you. And I'm honored to be your guest. Thank you very much.
0: It's me who is honored. Thank you very much, Aisha. Talk to you soon.
1: Okay.